Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. It's nice to see you guys today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our two pre-recorded episodes that we did on uh, Monday and, and last Friday from Kristen's house. This is a little less scenic, but whatever we make do with what we have, we're just very grateful that God provides what he does. Fernando is here. Fernando wants Kristen, I think, to talk in particular about this movement that we're seeing where people now want to take down Jesus statues because they're saying Jesus... I don't know, so it, it, the statue of Jesus reinforces white supremacy or some nonsense <laughs> like that. So, Kristen, you can you can deal with that in your prayer time. Yeah. Um, let yeah. me. Uh, but what I want to say, guys, before we get to the prayers and stuff, I just want to talk. I want to continue, actually, with our relationship series. And again, the idea behind the relationship series is that I really feel there's a lot of overlap between our relationships with other people, in particular, our romantic partners and our relationship with God. I think he uses our personal relationships to teach us a lot about what our relationship with him is supposed to be like. And so, you know, you can see that we've done other episodes in the series and the theme of tonight's message is called addition by subtraction. And here's what I mean by that. Or rather I should say addition. Well, it's late addition, not subtraction. Okay. And and here's what I mean by that. When Kristen and I were starting our relationship, since this was all new to me, I remember wondering what adding her to my life people who were already in my life, right? We tend to come into relationships with a pre-existing family structure and adding a new person can disrupt it. After all, time spent with one person is time away from another person, right? And I remember thinking, isn't it kind of sad that you have certain people in your life who are a priority your whole life and then you, you feel like you have to get you have to push them aside and 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 push them out of the way and bring this new person in. And I almost felt like it was a zero sum game, like trading in an old car to get a new car. But one of the things I learned very early on is when a relationship is God-ordained, the relationship is not about subtracting anything. It's about adding to the family. Your future wife, for example, isn't supposed to be your parent, and your parents aren't supposed to be your wife. Your wife's not there to take anyone's place. She's there to take her own place by filling a void. You don't take away from one to add to the other. They fill two entirely different spaces in your life. And you don't really have to create a hierarchy either. It's not about determining which is more important than the other person comparing, you know, your wife, your parents, your siblings or whoever. When parents have a second child, they don't love the older child less to make emotional room for the newborn, right? They don't they don't create hierarchies between the children. In all likelihood, no one's ever going to be faced with a real life and death experience where they're on a plane and there's only one parachute to go between three people and we have to make up our mind who lives and who dies. That's just not reality. A relationship is done about liking one person to the exclusion or diminishment of another. Your family members should all be important to you for different reasons because they're all in different stations. Just like all of your various body parts are different and yet they all serve a common purpose. You don't want to lose any of them. They're all important to your body and they don't conflict with each other. Just as the various parts of the just as, just as the various body parts play various roles to serve the whole person, so too the various members of your family play various roles within that family, where one does not get stronger at the expense of another. 
You don't strengthen one arm at the expense of another arm. They're independent of one another, but they function together for the larger purpose. And in this case, the larger purpose is a family. So one of the fears I had early on, and I think a lot of people go through this when they're transitioning away from, for example, their old family with their parents and, and that covering and that protection and moving on and standing on their own two feet, is how does this new relationship modify my own relationships and how does it take away from them? And the answer is it shouldn't take away from them if it's being done right and it's God ordained. We're not breaking off from our respective families to form a new family. We're integrating two families and creating one larger family, which together is greater than the sum of the individual parts. So to be in a relationship, you don't have to give up anything other than things you should want to give up. In my case, uh, when I met Kristen, here's what I gave up. Uh, I gave up a lot of free time that I had that I'd rather spend with her. I gave up a feeling of anxiousness that I'd never find the right person. Or I gave up this awful feeling that my life wasn't headed anywhere. Okay, those are the things I gave up, but these, they were negatives in the first place. Well, why am I telling you all this? It's very, very similar with your relationship with God. The enemy wants us to believe that if we accept Christ, we have to give, we have to give up a life that we really enjoyed. We have to throw away things we like because he only shows you the good side of it, right? The enemy wants to turn your mind into what's basically a beer commercial where life's a party and you're always having a great time. In real life, though, the parties are never as fun as the commercials and the drinkers wind up aging quickly and getting arrested for DUI and having difficulty keeping jobs and relationships. And the people who spend time doing that, right, they don't succeed as much in life because they're wasting it on something that's frivolous. See, the enemy doesn't show you that part. He doesn't show you everything you're going to gain through Christ and he doesn't show you the bad things you're giving up. The truth is, all you have to give up to get God is the thing that you're trying to leave anyway, a life of emptiness, a life of meaninglessness, of failed relationships and lack. And in exchange, God will give you purpose. He'll grow you into the person you were designed to be, and he'll provide for all of your needs out of the abundance of his riches. And that, my friend, is called addition by subtraction. And that's my message for you tonight. Awesome. Awesome message. So true. And I love how you related it to how, you know, people think when they're becoming a Christian, what they give up and all of that. So, so good. Um, and I think it really relates to people thinking as well, even internally, am I enough? Do I have enough? Do I feel mm-hmm. purpose enough? So, um, you know, that, that's, that's great. Absolutely. Very, very cool. Well, thank you for that. Now, if you could, if you could do Fernando a favor here before you go into your, your prayers and just give sort of a mini message on uh, this this nonsense where uh, some radicals in particular are asking, because everybody's tearing everything down these days, are uh, saying that you know the, the image of Jesus in the United States supports white supremacy because it tends to be like a white-looking Jesus. I mean, Jesus was Jewish, for goodness sake. I don't know, <laughs> I know. what they want him to look like. <laughs> I know. That's, that's the I- irony of all of it. Um, but you know, I mean, we could really, I mean, I could get going. I know Jordan and I love <laughs> politics. I know you do too, Fernando. Um, but we know that what's underneath all of it, we recognize it for what it is. And I'm here to say, you know, it's very important to pray and to fight for these things not being taken down. Obviously, I, that's very apparent. But I'm here to say, they think, see, and when I say they, I mean, those operating with the enemy being used as agents of the enemy. They think that by taking down a statue, they miss the whole point. They think that by taking down a statue 
that they're going to take down Jesus. That is just an erase Jesus. You can't, you can't get rid of Jesus. You can, you can try to take down a statue. And I, I think that we should really, really hone in on, on making sure that that stays. Absolutely. Just like the crosses on churches that, um, you know, that are around this world that are trying to, they're trying to take those down. And, and we know what it is. It's a battle against, not against flesh and blood, but of, of the spirits. But you know what? They can't take him away. You can't erase Jesus from history. You can't erase not only what has been done, but what he's doing now and his living power. And they miss it because they think that by taking that statue down, they're taking down his power. But he is not stone. He is alive and he is at work within us. And as long as we have breath in our lungs and we're able to proclaim him and be Jesus to the world and at all times and all occasions praying in the spirit, then that's the thing he will he has already conquered. We know the end of the story and we will overcome. And in Jesus name, we pray against all of this uh, of opposition that's going on. And I pray for more Christians to rise up and more Christians who are in the position, uh, in every single position in the workforce and out in the field in different places to have the boldness to come forward and speak up for what they believe. See, we need to band together as Christians because we are a group uh, and, uh, you know, we don't sometimes as Christians act like that. It, it, we don't we don't band together like other groups do. We need to band together, and and if we can band together to advance the gospel, because the gates of hell cannot cannot come against us. So that's what I think. That's just a little piece of that, and I could really go on a tangent with that, but that's just a little bit. <laughs> um, so you. you're welcome. So the verse um, that. Uh, I want to uh, say tonight for our prayer is from Psalm 91 uh, verses 14 and 15. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him for he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him and her. So, (laughs) um, Lord, thank you that we know you. We have the right and the privilege and the honor of coming to you as your children. And because we love you, because we come to you in spirit and in truth, you say, that's my child. That's my child. And I will deliver you. You have the secret passcode. You have the VIP access. We have the access to you, God. We have the access to your heavenly throne. We can boldly proclaim your glory and boldly come before your throne. We have that access to you, God. You've given that to us. And I just pray right now for anyone who knows you uh, but doesn't really feel like they truly know you as their Lord and Savior, as their best friend. They just kind of know of you, and but they want to, and they want to believe. I pray that, first of all, they say the prayer of salvation, but even if they've said the prayer of salvation and they just kind of need to really know you as your as their best friend, Lord, I pray that every person listening would know you as their best friend, would know you as the lover of their souls, would know how much you love them, how much you care for them, God, and hear your voice. Lord, because your voice is like nothing else. Lord, may we be attuned to your voice. Lord, you, you thank you for your promises of rescuing us and delivering us, God. 
There's a lot going on in the world today, Lord. And as I said before, I really pray that we as Christians would band together, would come together and recognize what's going on, recognize the war, not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and recognize that we are, as God's children, we are called and it is our responsibility to take your kingdom forward, to be your hands and feet, to love, to be compassionate, and to also stand for your principles and stand for your truth and stand up for you, God. I pray for courage. I pray for every person listening to be for the, for the courage for them to stand up and to be heroes of the faith. Lord, every person listening is a wonderful hero of Christ. You have positioned each person as a beautiful light post for you, God. And I just pray as everything is going on in our world, that we would do our part, that what you called us to do as we step into this chapter in history, that we wouldn't miss it. We wouldn't miss what you're doing because you're doing something new. You're doing something, God. We want to be part of it. We want to play our part that you have specifically chosen us for. We want to speak out and speak up and love like only you can love, Lord. You know, a lot of people do good things, but we do God things because we know we know you and we know your spirit behind it. So when we do all the good things that we do, we have your spirit to back it up. We do things that the rest of the world would be astonished and not even understand how we could love like we love, how we could have the mission, how we could have you burning in our souls. So Lord, I just pray for a new revival. I pray for your spirit and your truth. I pray against the counterfeit spirit of what's tried to, to display as and uh, come off as a Christianity that isn't the real deal. In Jesus' name, I pray against that all across this world. And I pray that each one of us would know you as our Lord and Savior and know you for who you truly are and be known by you and walk with you and get your wisdom and, and, and understand our identity, Lord, and fall in love with you. Jesus, put your spirit, just let your spirit go wildly through this the earth. Lord, hold nothing back. We ask for you, Lord. We ask for you, Lord. Lord, we ask for you. I see your spirit. Your spirit is moving. Your spirit is moving and it's alive and active and, and we are part of that, God. We don't pray to, to an image of stone. We pray to a living God. We pray to a God that no matter what people try to do to take you down, just like they did when they tried to, when they, they tried to kill you and you rose from the dead, no matter what people try to do, they cannot take away your power and they cannot take away who you are and, and who your spirit is in us. And these are exciting days because we are called, we are called to bring this mission to a new level. It's like, it's like it's been in a waiting pattern and every person listening to this has been, we're, we're all in this battle together and it's, it's, it's coming to a, a new chapter 
I prof- prophetically believe it's coming into a new chapter and a new era. And we're, this is our time to suit up. This is our time to get all of our ar- armor on. This is our time to know in the quiet place who we are in you and who you are in us so that we're not confused, so the enemy can't take us down, so that we're not weak, but to build our spiritual muscles so that we can go out and be who you've called us to be and take the kingdom by force and band together and take what you have taken hold of for us, God, and take the land and take the spiritual property that is ours and take the legacy that you want us to have. God, may we not shrink back. May we not be like the one who's in fear, who shrinks back, but may we move forward in your spirit. May we move forward. May we be surrounded by your songs of deliverance as we walk hand in hand with you into battle to take what you have chosen for us to take the land and to help new generations take the land and to spur on your passion and your purpose in this whole world and to defeat evil in every sense and kind and every injustice and your name being great. you make your name famous throughout the earth in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Great job, Kristen. Thank All you. right, guys, we have just a ton of prayer requests tonight and we're going to try to get to as many as we can. We put a bunch of the smaller ones in the bottom of the screen so you guys can pray for them as well. We're going to do some of the ones that we got uh, over the last couple of days, and then we're going to get to some of the live ones also. Uh, Kristen, we're going to start with you, actually, because we have like seven people praying for healing. And rather than have you memorize their names, I'll take those. But the first two here have to do with being married. So I'm going to give those to you here. Elizabeth says, hi, how are you guys? Looks like you guys are happily married. The picture says it all. Okay. My name is Elizabeth from Namibia. I'm 39 years old, single mother of three. I have been with the father of my kids for 10 years and it didn't work out. Now I cannot find true love. Please keep me in prayers for a good man who will love me for who I am and who loves God. That's Elizabeth. And Maria is praying for marriage and children to get married this year and to have children. Lord, I pray for these women. I pray for the the hearts of these women. I pray that you would bring them in closer to you, that they would know you in a new dimension, that they would know you as the lover of their soul. I pray for Elizabeth and and Maria, that they would know you as as their one true lover of their soul, Lord. They would be whole people and their hearts would be healed. I know for Elizabeth having a former husband, Lord, I pray for her heart to be healed before she moves into a new relationship. And for Maria, I don't know her backstory, but pray the same. I pray that they're whole and I pray that you bring the right person and you confirm who that right person is to them. And you bring that person who's going to not only help them um, and, and provide for them and protect them, but also bring them closer to you. And that person who's going to challenge them in their faith to grow closer to you and have just a wonderful adventure in, in Jesus together. And uh, for Elizabeth's kids, and if Maria has any as well, I pray for them to have the legacy of Christ and for it to just, and we pray for Maria's future kids as well. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So we have a bunch of prayers for healing here. Layla says, I need your prayers upon my family. Just kind of hard to read some of these. One moment. Layla says, I need your prayers upon my family, especially my mom. She has an illness when she was a small girl, and now it's worse. 
Bonnie says, pray for rich child who has cancer. Maya, who's watching from the Philippines, asks that we pray for her neck. She has an abnormal thyroid condition. Sophia says to pray for her eyesight, and she actually asks for God to give her new eyes. Juanita says pray for her hip injury because she's in pain all the time. It's unbearable. And she also asks that we pray for her children to heal from all their uh, childhood issues and open their hearts to their parents while they're still in this realm. All right. Let me go through all these. Well, Father God, we lift all these people up to you. We know that you are a God of healings and you're a God of deliverance. I lift up Layla to you, especially in particular her mother, who's had this condition since she was a small girl. God, we pray that her body is perfectly normal. We rebuke this condition in Jesus' name. The same with Bonnie's friend's rich child who has cancer. God, we speak directly to that cancer. We order it to be removed from him in Jesus' name. For Mia, or Mai, M-I-E, who's watching from the Philippines, who has this abnormal thyroid. God, we order that thyroid to be perfectly normal. In Jesus' name, we pray that that all of these people revert back to normalcy. Sophia asks for new sight. God, we know that you give sight to the blind. We ask that she's able to see perfectly, have 20-20 vision. And for Juanita, we pray for her hip. God, that you restore her hip. For all of these people, Our prayer tonight is they shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord, that you'll do a great miracle for all of them, that other people will see the miracle, and that you somehow will turn these negatives into positives. I know when we're suffering, it's hard to conceptualize how any of that could be positive. But God, we know that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, for those who are called according to their purpose. So God, we pray for total healing for these people, but also God, that you turn this around in the enemy. And you use the enemy's attack for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, uh, Kristen. Chris says, uh, pray for our health in sharing good news in this pandemic we've experienced. Uh, He says, the pandemic is really a tool to bring forth God's harvest. He says, pray for pastors and workers that we can work in double time because it's harvest time. So many people can accept Jesus. And we'll attend Bible study. And that's his prayer. Well, yes, I agree, Chris. You know, that's a great way to look at it. I know I've heard a lot of people being able to um, feed the hungry and clothe the sick and um, through the fact that the pandemic. And I've, I've heard some amazing stories of people who used to be very antagonistic to the Christians. And now because they're the ones being able to feed them. They are realizing and, and coming to know the Lord, and that's true forgiveness and love and such a great, great testimony. So, Lord, we do pray for all of our pastors and all of our missionaries and everyone, every person who is um, boots on the ground, so to speak, who is giving of their time and their efforts, Lord, to bring about your kingdom. And like we say, every heart without Jesus is a mission field. We are all missionaries. So we, pr- I pray for every person. Um, I pray for all of our listeners as they go into their respective places, God, that we would use this opportunity, Lord, that we would turn it around and use this opportunity to show, to always be prepared to give a reason for the hope we have. And so I just pray for your harvest uh, to just just be plentiful. There is a, a plentiful harvest that is about to happen. And I just, I can feel it in the spirit. And Lord, we proclaim it and we know that you have, have a because you have said it, it is so. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Good job, Kristen. Okay, I have a couple of financial prayers here. And um, Anosha says uh, that she's in a financial crisis and needs a miracle of money now. And then has a bunch of emojis of people crying. And Henry says, good morning. Please pray for me for financial breakthrough and the salvation of my soul. Well, Henry, the salvation of your soul part, Kristen's going to take care of later today when we do the call to salvation. So if you're watching now, stay to the end. And the salvation of your soul is very simple. You just follow after Kristen, you repeat what she says, and you hold it in your heart, and then your soul will be saved. That's the easy part. In fact, all this stuff is easy. So for Anosha, Father God, and for Henry, who both say they're in a financial crisis, they need financial breakthrough. I know how things look. It looks like money's the hardest thing in the world. But God, we don't serve a poor God. It's out of the abundance of your riches that you bless us. That, that wealth to you is absolutely nothing. God, we pray for Anosha and we pray for Henry that you meet their financial needs. Just like we had that person last week who we prayed for. And then right after our prayer, he got a job like within an hour. We pray the same thing for these people. But God, if, if, if you need them to stay on this journey a little bit longer, for whatever reason, to push through, to push through, then God, I pray that you give them the grace to do it and you show them what in their lives needs to be removed to come into the fullness of your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, Kristen, here's one from Matilda who uh, says, pray for her family. They're trying to build a house, but for whatever reason, um, he's being problematic. She says, we're in need of a house right now. We're sleeping separately from each other because the room they gave us is part of a church, and I can't sleep with my own husband, so she has to sleep in another house. Uh, It's been two years, and we're already – oh, I can leave this part out. Well, basically, (laughs) the church has certain rules that say that the husband and wife can't be together – and they're kind of figuring out ways around it. So that's the PG version of it. As husband and wife. And I see. And then she goes on. So, you know, I should really read these more closely before I... You just kind of like doing the stream of consciousness thing. And then I'm getting to like the adult part of it. And okay. Your reaction is the best though while you're reading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can, you can, you can take okay. this one. I don't so even I, want to think. What am, what, go. what am I supposed to pray for for them to be able to well, be? In pray the same for house? Matilda to have a house, <laughs> so she and her husband can have proper marital relations <laughs> in their own house, in their own room, and she doesn't have to like, like break into the church and, as she puts it, act as though uh, they're not married or something. I don't know. Okay. Okay, um, <laughs> Lord, while you, <laughs> Lord, I do pray for the uh, Matilda and um, her husband. I pray for their house, Lord. Um, I don't know how long this construction project has been going on, but we pray that they, um, you give them the right house, the house that they're supposed to have. And we pray and we thank you for that they have a wonderful marriage and um, that you bless every part of it, Lord. So <laughs> thank you, Jesus. And um, just help that house, um, anything that's holding that up, help that to be able to um, come through. And Lord, you care about everything. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. And this is the last of the ones that will, of the write-ins, then we'll get to the live requests. Adel says, please pray for my ministry uh, for children. 
they need some books. They live in a camp. They have no home. They are poor people. They need us to pray to God. Okay. Well, we know that, that God has a special place in his heart um, for children. In fact, it's a weird verse in the Bible, Kristen, where Jesus actually says he's talking about children and he tells us to be especially kind to them. And what he actually says is that their angels meet face to face with my father in heaven. Mm. It's it's the only time he really says anything like that. Wow. Well, God, we certainly pray for these children here that we pray that you meet all of their needs with their books, to put a roof over their heads, uh, to feed them. We pray for this ministry that it's it just has an abundance of resources and abundance of prosperity so it can do a lot of good for a lot of these children. God, we know you love the children especially. We know that you take care of them. God, please just embrace these people and wrap them in your arms and uh, bring them closer to you and meet all of their needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, let's go to some of the live prayers here. Let's see. Travis Edwards, Kristen, says, pray for me, Travis Edwards, a blessing on my job uh, to have the opportunity to share the gospel through his job and also to serve his community and share the gospel and serve his church. Great to see you again, Travis. Thanks for joining us again. Lord, we pray for Travis and all areas of his life. We thank you for his heart for you. He's a man with a heart to, wanting to serve and um he just has such a gift for evangelism, I can tell, wanting to serve at his job and his church. God, so I know this is a prayer that, I mean, I know you want to answer all prayers, but I know that this is a prayer that's deeply on your heart for Travis, and you're the one putting this desire in him. So Lord, thank you, and just bless him in every way. Bless him at his job. Bless him with his church and his church friends and family, Lord, and give him unique opportunities and let him be able to see those opportunities um, to be a light. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, you're not done, Kristen, because Travis has more prayer requests here. Right. He also prays that he has the opportunity to talk to and approach Hannah oh. in godly pursuit of a romantic relationship with her and do it effectively and boldly in Christ. All right, Travis. Well, that's... All right. All right. We want to hear a praise report. <laughs> we want to hear a praise report of this. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, you can do this. Um, God, you know, we we pray for your boldness and your courage that um, God would give you and the wisdom and um, uh, that he would give you the wisdom in that relationship. Um, and Lord, so I just pray that you help Tra Travis guide his steps, guide his steps with this romantic relationship and um, give him the words to say and give him your spirit and let him know um, how to approach uh, this whole relationship and guide him in every step, not just with a meeting, but every step of their relationship. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to hear that praise report. Can't yeah, wait to absolutely. hear. Absolutely. Maybe someday there'll be a ministry, uh, Travis and Hannah pray for you. <laughs> That's good. Yes. <laughs> All right. Shanti Devi says, please pray for me to be more strong in Christ. That's a great prayer, Shanti. So we pray that you have the boldness of Christ, that you have a great um, a ministry, just ministering to other people. But not just that, that as you face life's various challenges, that you rely on Jesus. And it's so weird because we think of kind of giving up, in a sense, as weakness. But you have to kind of give yourself up in order to let Jesus take over. 
you have to kind of just sit back and say, God, I'm tired of, of trying to figure this out myself. I just need you to come and come in strength. And that's my prayer for you, Shanti, is that uh, Christ just gives you supernatural strength. He doesn't give you he, he doesn't give you anything beyond what you can handle. And so we thank God for blessing Shanti and giving her the strength she needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen Markian wants you to pray for his friend named Fatima and her husband who are being persecuted by the father-in-law because they accepted Jesus as their Savior and Lord. And mm-hmm. they're facing many trials right now. So that's Markian asking you to pray for Fatima and her husband. Thank you, Markian. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. Um, Lord, we pray for Fatima and her husband. Lord, thank you that they accepted you. Thank you, Lord. Um, I know that some areas are a little more difficult in terms of persecution than others. God, you have not given them anything that, just like Jordan said, that you you cannot handle. So God, put your loving arms around them. And I pray for that father-in-law to come to Christ and the entire family Mm. to come to Christ. That's how it starts. That is, that is, that would be your miracle, Lord. And you, you can do that miracle. I know you can. But in the meantime, I pray for protection of Fatima and her husband. I pray for um, your wisdom and guidance and grace to abound in their relationship, God, and for them to be able to have um, just have a beautiful, healthy relationship serving you, Jesus, and bringing many, many into the fold and just protect them in every sense. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen, our friend Peter Russell joins us. You're going to like this, okay? Oh, okay. Peter has a praise report. So check this out. This past Sunday was a seven-year anniversary of when he'd initially asked Ashton out, his his lady over there. Well, he did the same thing at the same time of day. And while she wants to take it slow, she said yes. (gasps) Oh, that is so, that is, I just love it. I, I love sappy stories. And that is a great, sappy, godly story. So, and his, his profile picture is, I don't know if you can see, it's him and I presume it's Ashton kissing each other and says, I love you. Oh, Peter, that is wonderful. That is amazing. So, We're like love connection over here. Kristen. I know, I love it. <laughs> you know, the funny thing, Peter, you talk about how it's a seven-year anniversary when you initially asked, asked Ashton out. Friday was the one-year anniversary of when I asked Kristen to be my girlfriend. Actually, we have, right, what's that? Uh, Monday. Yesterday. Was <laughs> yesterday was the twenty second. That's right. It was yesterday. Ah, see how? Oh man, I need some prayer too. My fault. So Sunday was his one year anniversary of asking Ashton out, and yesterday was the one year anniversary of when I asked you to be my girlfriend. Very yeah. similar. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So we're really happy for you, Peter. We know it's been kind of a long road, but you've kept the faith, and God is rewarding it. But. Um, he actually has a prayer request unrelated. Before I get to that, I'm just going to pray. Listen, in Jesus' name, God, you did not bring Peter this far to leave him here. Yes. God, we pray that you 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 are called the author and finisher of our salvation. I pray that you are the author of this relationship, but also the finisher of it, not finishing as in bring it to an end, but finishing the perfecting work of it. Bring it to its bring it to its perfection is what I'm trying to say. Bring them back together the way they're supposed to be as husband and wife in Jesus name. Now, Peter also says, asks us to pray for uh, Chicago in general. Now Chicago had something, I'm not even exaggerating this, like a hundred shootings over the weekend. 
And now the pandemic numbers are spiking back up. Gee, I wonder why the pandemic could be spiking in an area where nobody is social distancing and everybody is constantly protesting. I wonder how those two things could possibly be related. I'm not going to get into politics. I'm not going to get into politics. I have my own political blog. I'll save it for that. Just, we just want to point out that it's like, you know, we can't go to a restaurant with like 10 people in it, but you can have 10,000 people crowding the streets together to tear down a statue. It just, it just seems like an odd thing. Where's that bell? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. So seriously, though, um, Peter, thank you for bringing this to our attention. I'm going to yes. pray for your mayor over there, by the way. I don't know if Kristen uh, knows the mayor, but she, she is someone who needs a ton of prayer. And I'm just going to go with, just leave it at that. Father God, I pray for uh, the mayor of Chicago. I pray for the city of Chicago and the people of Chicago. That it's just, it just seemed to have had this, uh, this curse over for the longest time. I think even Frank Sinatra sang a song about the, the town that Billy Sunday couldn't shut down or some yeah. such thing. It's just almost like it's been proud of its sinful history. You know, Al Capone and people like that. It's like, it's got this like spiritual DNA of violence um, and, and, sin but you know my prayer for chicago abounds grace abounds more abundantly Mm -hmm. we pray protection over the good people of chicago we pray that that love prevails that christ prevails and that you know what as long as people are tearing down all these statues which i think are false idols anyway that they replace them in their minds and their hearts with the image of god in jesus name amen amen all righty Oh, okay. And that was it. Okay. And Peter just, uh, Peter is agreeing with me. So I know. About he what is. I, yeah, I know. He's a good, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, listen, um, you know, we couldn't get to all the prayer requests tonight. So there's a bunch at the bottom, but we're certainly going to keep all those people in our prayers. Let me just say their names real quick. For Mala, Doris, Como, Naomi, uh, oh boy, Leo, Tia, Portia, Jesse, Jenny, Shadid, Camram, Louisa, Christina, John, Vicky, Bujor, Baraket, Irfan, John, Emily, Rizwan, Usimu, Shahid, Shannon, and Satyam. Pretty good. Father God, the fact that these people gave us short prayers doesn't mean they're not important to us. Yes. I pray that you meet all of their needs. A lot of these people are just praying for their families. We pray that you, you meet the needs of themselves and families. People like Shannon are praying not to be selfish. Father God, that's such an honorable prayer. Show, show her the fruits of the Spirit. Shannon, go watch that video I did a few weeks ago called the fruits of the spirit that that ours is the legacy of love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control not selfishness god we pray for all these people in the various areas like Irfan, who uh, prays for his financial situation we pray for the various countries that are represented whether it's ethiopia the philippines fiji anywhere it might be we pray for louisa who needs a new house and christina who needs a new job uh, as well as Cameron, who needs a new job. We pray for Shadid's business. We pray for Guyana, for Jenny. We pray for Jesse's family. We pray that Portia is given the wisdom of God to open her eyes to understand this world. Portia, I would start, uh, go go read uh, the book of Proverbs. That's a great place to start if you want to start understanding the world. And then actually Proverbs and then Ecclesiastes right after that, the two, the two books written by Solomon. We pray for Laotia's family. We pray for Naomi to get... God give uh, Naomi protection and good jobs. Uh, we pray for Como, in particular, uh, his uh, mother and father. 
We pray for Doris, who's believing God for power, um, so that and, and and just wants to know Him more and love Him more because you're her, you're her hope, God. And we pray for Mala, whose son has become heartbroken because of his girlfriend and who's studying for an exam. We pray for all these many people, God, and and all the ones uh, who we named. We pray that you just are with them in power. For Christopher Bakobo, who just wrote in, who wants prayer for his family and friends inside and outside the country. I pray for all those people, God, but all they all. If they don't know you, they come to know you. And if they know you, they know you better. We lift these people up in prayer. And God, we lift them up in praise to you because you're a great God. And in thanksgiving to you because your answers are yes and amen. We love you and we cherish you. And we stand in agreement with all these people. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 The evangelist Rashid, by the way, is watching us. Thank you for joining us, evangelist. All right, Kristen. Um, if you wouldn't mind doing your evangelism and just bringing uh, anybody to Christ. And if you guys are going to say this uh, call to salvation, we certainly want to hear about it. Absolutely. Just follow after me if you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's the best decision you'll ever make. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, just let us know, comment on the video, or send us a message. We want to know about it. That's right. And by the way, for Peter, who says, uh, who said, uh-oh, when it looked like we got our anniversary wrong, just FYI, Kristen and I are... What we really use for our anniversary is the day we met on Facebook, which was six days after my birthday. So that would have been May 11th. My birthday is May 11th. So our like one year anniversary of us meeting is May 17th. And then the one year anniversary of our first date is actually June 12th. Is that right, Kristen? That's right. So that's those are the two dates we go on. But we also have like these other anniversaries, like the day I asked her out, the day we went to, you know, certain events, you know, the stuff like that. So. Anyway, just like celebrating. Thank, what's that? Yeah, we just like, why not? We, you know, celebrate yourself. So I do know our anniversaries. I just I got mixed of the days because, you know, different time zones between here and Fiji where we have some of our followers. I just got confused. It's good. Whatever. Just go with He's it. He says the most, right, more important things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, look, thanks for joining us again. It's a real pleasure. Um, it's really an honor. And you know, it takes it takes a lot of uh, time out of our day to do this for you guys, but we really enjoy doing it, and we're thankful to be able to do it. And we're going to keep doing it because we've gotten a lot of good feedback, and I think we're making a difference in a lot of people's lives. But more than that, guys, we're trying to show you that you can make a difference in other people's lives as well. Okay, you know, we're feeding you so you could feed other people. Neither Kristen nor I have any formal training in the ministry. I mean. You know, we've gone to churches our whole lives and like lengthy, lengthy church services constantly. And, you know, I went to a Christian college and everything like that. And, you know, my mom's a minister and all those things. But my point is, you don't have to have a, a doctorate in ministry like my mother does. You don't have to go to a seminary in order to minister to other people and help meet their needs. So that's really what my goal is. And Kristen's goal is for you guys. We're here to pray for you, but we're also here to show you how you can help others just by praying for them. And, and just listening and meeting their needs also. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Please share the videos. It helps us out a lot. We love you. We care about you. And we'll see you tomorrow night at 730. 
Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.